0: This is Investor Creator. Hey, hey guys, Brad here with Investor Creator, and today we're going to be talking about keeping your 2020 goals. So first want to start off by saying I love New Year's, and right now we're near the end of January, and I've already started doing this little experiment that I I had in my mind the end of December. I'm now starting to ask people that I know, especially people that are in the business, and say, well, how are your New Year's goals coming along? And it's kind of funny because I'm starting to get some blank stares, which is what I sort of expected. Not really this early from some people, but sort of expected because... The end of last year, I talked to some people, and you know, these are people that I'm not around a whole lot, but people that I kind of run into. And I would say, well, you know, maybe middle of November, how has this year been in terms of meeting the goals that you set at the beginning of the year? And it's kind of funny because a lot of them really couldn't even remember what their new year goals were when they began the year. And so I wanted to just take some time and go over really how we can refocus And how we can actually keep our 2020 goals if those goals are indeed important to you, okay? And like I said, I love this time of year. It's kind of like a point of new beginnings for people. People begin to have hope, even people that are not really super hopeful people. But it's just something about New Year's that I just really, really enjoyed. It's one of my favorite holidays. And partly because I'm I'm so excited to get the new year going, but I like the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas and all that. But I always dislike how much it throws me off what I'm doing. So, you know, I like to maintain focus and continue from there. So kind of like I've alluded to at this point in the year, we generally have two groups of people by the end of January. We have the people that are super focused. They're on it. You know, I can ask the questions, how are your annual goals coming along? And they have an answer They say, well, you know, we're pretty close, or maybe we're trailing along a little bit, but, you know, certainly within the realm of possibility for hitting it, and they're excited about the year. The second group of people are pretty contrary to that. You know, you'll ask them about their annual goals. Number one, they may not even remember what those goals are. Certainly, they've stumbled when it comes to diet and that kind of thing. I'm just strictly talking about business here because that's really all I can talk about with any sort of authority. And they have lost focus. They've lost hope. And they really, at this point, have settled into the status quo that was 2019. So I guess at this point, I just want to ask a question, where do you feel like you fit in the middle of that? And I hope you're in group number one. But what I suspect is that a lot of people are in group number two. And if you're in group number two, what we're going to do today is we're going to give you some really actionable, practical items, things that you can do to help you accomplish your goals for the year. So let's jump into it. The first thing that we have to do to really have a chance at meeting our goals for 2020 is we have to create focus, focus. And I really love that word. There's an old story about Bill Gates. And Bill Gates's father was a fairly successful attorney in Seattle. And his mom was throwing a dinner party. And she knew about Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha. If you don't know who Warren Buffett is, Warren Buffett is arguably the most successful stock trader in the history of stock. And so Bill Gates's mother was throwing this dinner party and knew that her son was on to something with Microsoft. And her being a great mother, she invited Warren Buffett and Warren Buffett accepted. And so this is the first time that they had ever met. And th- the story goes like this, that Bill Gates's mother was at the table and she asked this, this question across the table, not to any certain person, but to whoever wanted to answer. And she said, guys, what do you attribute your success to? And both Warren Buffett and Bill Gates said the same word at the exact same time, focus, focus. So we have to create focus over our 2020 goals, because like I've said, some people that I talk to can hardly even remember what their goals were at the beginning of the year. And I hope that's not you. But if it is you, then we're going to recalibrate things for 2020, if that's okay with you. The first thing that I would submit to you when it comes to creating focus is we cannot have annual goals. And I think that that probably sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but let's just kind of break it down. What I did for my business this year, and this is my first year doing this, but I started to do it at the end of last year because I felt like the annual number really didn't have the weight that a quarterly number does. So in other words, I didn't feel like if we were off track to hit the annual number, that was really that big of a deal because you have time to make it up, right? And so what I decided to do maybe middle of last year, I was like, well, I'm not doing any more annual stuff. What I'm doing is quarterly. And then I I have the idea of breaking it down by month. Okay. So the end of last quarter, we did right at $800,000 worth of equity purchases for that quarter. And so what I decided to do was, okay, let's not look at an annual number. Let's look at four quarterly numbers. So what I would submit to you is if you're needing to recalibrate 2020, then let's sit down and talk about quarterly numbers. Let's sit down and talk about quarterly goals instead of the annual goal, because it's just too damn long. 12 months is just too long to think about anything, and it doesn't feel real to people. And then if they are a little bit behind at the middle of the year, then they start to really feel bad about themselves. Guys, I don't want that for you. Goals should be a happy, fun thing for you that you enjoy meeting those goals, and so let's do it quarterly. So how do we do that? Well, in terms of our business in real estate, I do not like the idea of setting transactional goals. So a lot of people that I know are saying, well, I'm going to do 24 deals this year. I'm going to do 50 deals this year or 100 deals this year. Guys, I have a, an acquaintance of mine that did 282 deals last year, and she made $650,000 net. Now, there's nothing wrong with $650,000, but uh, that's roughly what we make in 15 or 20 notes. So, although she did a lot of deal flow, it doesn't really necessarily translate to income. And I suspect, based on her conversation with me, and we didn't have a long conversation about this. So, you know, I kind of read into it possibly a little bit too much. But I said, well, you know, tell me about your deals that you're buying in December versus what you bought in March. Do you see any difference? And my thought there was that she is probably buying transactions to hit her 280 transaction number. Versus buying good deals. And so just because you can buy a house does not make it a good house. It does not make it a good deal. And if we're just buying houses to say that we met a goal, well, guys, that's stupid. Okay. So let's set profit numbers. What we look at in our business is total equity purchased. That's really one of the only things that we look at equity purchased, cash flow created. And so in terms of the equity purchase, what we want to look at is how much note equity did we purchase and how much retail equity did we purchase. And then on the retail equity side, what we're looking at is uh, sales price minus cost of goods sold minus cost to sell. So it's not really a net net number, but it's certainly a gross profit number. So that's the, really the number that we're looking at when we're talking about our business. So we set four quarterly equity grab goals. That's equity purchased, equity sold for the year. And so the, the total of that is a number that we're certainly happy with when we accomplish that, that we'll be happy with that number. But I'm not setting an annual goal. that's you know far off in the distance that you know maybe we hit it, maybe we don't. We're bringing it down to quarterly goals. So I would highly recommend that you do that. Another thing that we can do to create focus on our goals is we have to have our goals in front of us all the time. So I have two ways that I do this. The first way is uh, you can go to Amazon, and if you type in something like a thermometer, fundraising charts or something like that. I'm sure you guys have seen them in elementary school where you have the thermometer and as the fundraising goal goes up, the mercury in the thermometer goes up, the red increases, and then you know you hit the goal and everybody celebrates sort of thing. So we have different thermometers in our business. In my office, whenever you walk in, it's like the first thing that you see. All right, So I have one for the apprentices that join with us. So I have a certain amount of apprentices that I want to create per year or per quarter. I have a thermometer for equity purchased per quarter. I have a thermometer for equity sold per quarter. I have one for cash flow created per quarter. And so I'm looking at everything. It's really like when you get into like a, a race car and you're looking at the gauges and it has like 10 more gauges than what your personal sedan has. It's like, that's what we're looking at. I want to be able to tell the pulse of my business and where we are in terms of our goals just by looking at it. So I highly recommend getting those thermometers Are like 15 or 20 bucks a piece and and the quality is really good. So I mean, they'll last forever, but they're dry erasable. So you can mark on them, you know, deals that we're doing as we increase it. And I I can just really tell very quickly where we stand. Another thing, if you don't want to do thermometers, you don't have an office or you don't really have room for it, whatever. I took an index card, just like a maybe a six by nine index card. And I wrote out the quarterly goals, quarter one, two, three, and four. And I put everything that we're going to accomplish in those quarters. And I put that on the dashboard of my car. Okay. So every day getting my car to take my little girl to school, I'm looking at that. And so the feeling that I want to have whenever I'm looking at this is not one of panic or terror. I want to be able to look at those numbers and just feel how good it's going to feel whenever I accomplish that. It's like, Eight hundred quarter one, a million quarter two, million quarter three, nine hundred quarter four. That's what we're looking at doing, and I feel pretty confident that we can do that. It's a little bit of a stretch, but certainly not that much of a stretch from what we did fourth quarter of last year. So we're looking at those numbers. I'm looking at it all the time when I'm driving. Every time I stop at a stop sign, you cannot get away from it, and that's what I want for you because so many people by middle of January to end of January they don't even know what their goals were. So we have to create focus. With the goals that we have. The second thing that we have to do is we have to create belief. So, belief is a funny thing. So, there was a a pastor in the late 1800s that was quoted to say, Doubt cramps energy. And I believe Franklin Roosevelt used that same term whenever he was speaking with Churchill one time when they were talking about uh, World War II. And I always thought that that was an interesting quote doubt cramps energy. Just the way that I can feel that whenever I say it. And I think that's true. Whenever we have a belief system that we can accomplish our goals, the problems that we're going to run into along the way seem minuscule compared to what the goal is. And so if we have a belief system that allows us to get through the problems, we're going to have a far, far better chance of being successful than if we have a system of doubt. And you can't run both at the same time. You can't have belief and doubt in the same place. And so we have to believe around our goals. The first thing that I would recommend is stay around positive people. So I'm going to tell this story, and it's not a disparaging story because I love this woman with my heart and soul. My grandmother was not a very positive person at times. So, you know, she was in her 80s at this point, and she was a tough woman, man. Uh, You know, that World War II generation, and, you know, she was fun, and she was a great cook, and she was just an amazing, amazing person to have done what she did, which she took me in when I was just a little baby. But I would play this game with her. So she would be in a bad mood and I would do my best to cheer her up. And so the conversation would go something like this. Well, Grant, it sure is a beautiful day today. And she'd say, well, you know, that's maybe, but it's supposed to storm on Thursday. Like, well, Grant, that's good. You know, storm brings some rain. The grass needs some rain. She's like, well, it may flood. And so you can imagine by the end of this conversation, I was exhausted and she didn't feel any better. So what we have to do, we have to stay around positive people. There's some negative people that you just can't stay away from. Maybe your spouse is negative. Maybe your children are negative. Whenever you go to those people, just kind of put yourself in a bubble and just realize, like, I'm going to go into this conversation and they're not going to affect me. Okay. another thing that I would recommend is only listen to positive material. So it's very common for me to not listen to any music on the radio and only listen to podcasts and only listen to audiobooks. Because I want to be able to control the inputs that are going into my mind. And I think it's really important because one really sad country song, man, coming from Nashville, Tennessee, I think those songs just get sadder and sadder. But uh, I don't want to be around that. Like if I'm going to be positive and stay around positive people, I don't want to inundate myself with negative material. Okay, so only listen to positive material. Another thing, meet with people that are where you want to be today. And what I mean by that is I've got a few friends of mine that are just spectacularly successful, and I want to be around those people as often as I can. And really, they enjoy it too because they know the road that younger people are on that they've already been down, and they can really help you travel that road a lot safer. So I have a handful of people that I really like to be around as much as I can. Some are out of town. A handful of them are in in Nashville. So I try to be around those people as often as I can, because it really, really inspires me to see what they've done and the life that they're living now. The third thing that I would submit to you is we have to create accountability. So a few things that we can do there, you can join an accountability group. I was a part of one for a while and really enjoyed the guys that were in that. And what we would do, we would get together for about an hour on Sunday morning. We would have our weekly goals set up to talk about. We had a couple of guys in there that were kind of challengers. I mean, they would say, well, why that goal? Or you're not doing enough or whatever. And that's something that you want. You're not there to make friends, guys. You're there to accomplish. And really, the two don't coexist that often. And so I highly recommend joining an accountability group. Or if you don't know of one, then you could certainly start your own. Number two, track your numbers monthly, track your numbers monthly. Even though we're going and we're setting quarterly goals for the annual goal, we want to know whether we're on track for these things. Okay, So we can look at it every 30 days. And really, that's a little bit of a non-representative sample, especially in some markets. So if we're looking at the equity purchase for the month, but we had a a two-week blizzard in Michigan and Michigan's our market then of course that's going to affect things. So you need to kind of take that into consideration. But we want to know where we're on track for the quarterly goals at all points, but I want to really take a look and recalibrate every 30 days. So take a look at your numbers every month. And lastly, if you have trouble with all three of these, accountability, your focus, and creating your belief, then I highly recommend you join some type of mentoring program. So if it weren't for the people that I joined up with when I first started in real estate, I certainly would not have accomplished what I've accomplished for a lot of reasons. But I mean, I think about the belief factor. So, what we would do, we got together, I'd say two or three times a year, and we would get together and everybody's sharing these deals. Well, I'd never done a deal before, but I see everybody at the table, except for me, has done a deal since the last time that we spoke. And so that kind of lights the fire under you to where you think, well, if they can do it, maybe I can do it. And I should be doing it because everyone else is doing it. And then you had some people that were buying you know, two, three, four houses a month, which at that point seemed like an unbelievable amount of houses. And it's a good business, don't get me wrong. But all that to say, had it not been for the mentoring program that I joined, I wouldn't have built belief. I would not have had focus. And I would not have the accountability that I needed to be successful in this business. So I highly recommend joining a mentoring program. If you're needing a mentor, then reach out to me at Brad at bradsmotherman.com and we can talk about the apprenticeship program that we have. But guys, I hope this makes sense. I want you guys to have an amazing 2020 and I want you guys to have an amazing business. So the three things that we have to do, create focus, create belief, and create accountability around your goals. And you're going to be far, far more successful.